Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 438. I'm Jason. I'm Blake. I'm the intern. Ooh, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. Hey, from everything I learned from movies. (gasps) Everything I learned from movies. Before we introduce you guys, well, everybody knows who you are. Anyways, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we do have a lot of new people so listening so steve and izzy are from everything i learned from movies you should check them out uh i'm about ready to be on their show to do torque uh for torque october torque tabo torque torktober yeah uh (laughs) jeff is going to be on the show too with me um brian could be too if he wants to um have you ever seen torque brian I was just about to ask, does that mean do I do I need to watch Torque? Yes. Or Biker Boys. They're basically the same movie. Oh, we're doing both. Okay. I've seen I've seen Biker Boys. <laughs> but I would be but, willing to watch Torque. Oh. Which is the one with Orlando Jones? <laughs> oh, well, he's like my second favorite character in the replacements, so I'm in. There you go. <laughs> If anyone out there, and I doubt it, it, but if anybody ever out there listened to Beardo and a Weirdo, little nano podcast that no longer exists, I am the one who kept asking them about Orlando Jones. (laughs) Orlando Jones was my favorite character actor in Sleepy Hollow, the TV show. That's how far. Yeah, there you go. Nobody asked about Sleepy Hollow, do they, Izzy? Nobody asked about Sleepy Hollow. Everybody, compl- I don't think anybody else watched him in American Gods, and he was fucking great. He was great in Evolution, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was the best part of Say It Ain't So. <laughs> I don't know that one. It is a fairly brothers movie that was instantly forgotten once it was released because it was so horrible. Maybe coming soon on the podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Blake, how are you doing over there? Okay. How how do you feel after the Guardians beat the Cincinnati Reds today? Um, I love it and I hate it. Why is that? Well, because you know I'm I'm, a, <clears throat> I'm originally from outside of Northeast Ohio, so mm-hmm. I am a Cleveland Indians Guardians fan, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're my American League team. But uh, since moving down here in Cincinnati, you know they are my National League team, so. You know, what would work out great for me is if they, like, tied. Just tied. Yeah. But otherwise, I root for whoever's got the best chance to make the playoffs. And this year, I think it's zero and zero. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the Indians do have, like, a $40 million payroll. 
Yeah, it's all uh, Jose Ramirez, and he <laughs> beat the Reds single-handedly tonight. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally, he beat the Reds single-handedly tonight. We went outside to toss baseball, and it was 4-2 to two, uh, Guardians. Uh, I yeah. went to toss with all three of my kids out in the backyard, and my youngest son kept going inside and came back. He's like, 4-4. Four to four. I was like, oh, okay, great. They came back, you know, great. And then next thing you know, like, he came back out. He's like, oh, it's 6-4. to four. Then my daughter came back, went inside, came back out. She's like, Dad, it's 10 to 4. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Brian, honestly did, the most exciting baseball story I've heard in the last 15 years. You know what? That's pretty much it. I tossed with my three kids. There you go, Steve. <laughs> That's pretty much Southwest Ohio living at its best. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like skiing out there in utah or water skiing on salt lakes or floating in them hey we're going yeah. to get to that here yeah uh brian did you go to the game i did not oh, okay did jim go to the game i am i don't think so but he may have i i, I didn't ask i had, he may he may not be in the game but he may be outside the ballpark oh drinking Possibly. or in the parade I don't know. Did you go to? Did you go to the parade, Brian? <clears throat> I did not. Okay. So, I will be going to the I game am... tomorrow if it doesn't get rained out, though. Oh. Uh, you should be good until nine. In theory. At night. Nine at night. That's when the weather is supposed to blow through here. No, oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant nine a.m. It's too early. So, Brian, please explain to the listeners that aren't from Cincinnati. Opening day is a huge celebration in Cincinnati when we have good ownership. Fuck you, Castellini. Anyways, um, it, or it's, it's a big thing because everybody loves the Reds in Cincinnati. It's a baseball town. Even though the Bengals did great this year, it's a baseball town. But the last two years because of COVID, we've not had this parade. Can you tell <clears throat> us about this parade, opening day parade? Uh, so I've lived in Ohio for, uh, almost 40 years, uh, Cincinnati specifically. Um, I've been to one opening day parade. Uh huh. Um, so it's like, you know, thousands of people jam the streets and it's a parade for the Reds. So before opening um, day game. Yeah. It's the day of, it's the day of the home opening usually up until this year uh cincinnati always started the season for major league like they would they would be the first the first official game of the major league season was in cincinnati Mm -hmm. and that has slowly started not being an important enough for major league baseball so this year they started the reds on the road which hasn't happened in i couldn't tell you it has ever happened yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. Is so, it because the Yankees and Red Sox weren't involved? Probably. Because uh, we're a small market team by their standards. Yeah, I mean, just I think that the longer baseball goes on, the less that tradition really means anything. But no, no, no. They said like tradition it, means everything in baseball. No, I agree with Brian. Yeah, I don't. It's not. <clears throat> they just don't seem to, to care too much about that kind of stuff anymore next but, year next year when they have like the eight foot bat baseball uh bags like second base is eight feet long <laughs> do you think that's going to help <laughs> i think they should make the entire infield one big base 
Oh. Ooh. And bouncy. Can we do it bouncy? Yeah, exactly. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Uh, the basketball with the trampolines, uh, oh. slam ball or whatever? Yeah. yeah. I lo- that was awesome. That was on Spike TV. Hell yeah. Try tagging somebody out when they're 12 feet up in the air. <laughs> I, I just liked like the first <clears throat> couple games. There was like six broken collarbones. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm making two hundred dollars per show, per game. It's fine. Oh, OK. Yeah. Hey, that backboard <laughs> comes up on you quick. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, actually, we, we watched a movie the other day and had an idea for an all star event, like all star weekend or whatever, like okay. with the home run derby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the home run. OK. Well, the movie we're watching was King Kung Fu. If you've seen it, it's based in Wichita, Kansas. And I'm pretty sure the city of Wichita put forth the $40 to make it. (laughs) Uh, But in one of the scenes, a guy in a gorilla outfit uh, takes a bat, holds it by the the fat end, like basically upside down and basically just like hits hits a home run. And we're like, huh, I wonder if like there's someone in the league that could actually do that. Bo Jackson. Oh, is he still playing? Yeah, I think so, right? Or in the last 30 years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> fantasy can't. No. The, he probably the still Reds, could, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the Bengals destroyed Bo Jackson. Yes, they did. Uh, it's the curse of Bo Jackson. Maybe Vladimir Guerrero Jr. from Toronto. He probably could. That guy is yeah. nothing but pure muscle. But- but, but I was thinking of it was like a mix of the home run derby and the slam dunk contest. Like who can hit, you know, somebody running up on the plate like uh, uh, Happy Gilmore it? style or whatever. How about this? Everybody in the outfield gets trampoline so they can jump over the walls to catch it. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, there should be trampolines in center, left and right. Yes. Yes. You said trampolines, and, right? And bring back the bulls for free steaks. Oh, <laughs> and the green monster is a uh, one of those Velcro walls. <laughs> yeah, you get to climb. Get a giant can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> you know, can you get free Dew? I feel like this could work. I mean, I think baseball is looking for alternatives. Uh, Brian, you got any ideas? Oh, you had the base in the um, if they could fire Rob Manfred, uh-huh. and then. Bring it back to the independent commissioner. <laughs> Bring in Vince. No, McMahon. like they should just fire him and then like set a one million dollar salary cap per player. Mm-hmm. Then I might be interested. Here's an idea. Uh, they can't fire Rob uh, because he's a very popular commissioner now. He just sent <clears throat> everybody a set of headphones in baseball b- due to the lockout. Did you guys see this? <laughs> <laughs> so. Rob Manfield, asshole. I'm sure they'll smooth over labor relations. Asshole commissioner, yes. To soothe over labor relations, he literally sent every major league ball player a Bose uh, headphones and a set of them. Every single one. Yeah, because because they're all millionaires and they can't buy a hundred dollar pair of fucking headphones. Yes, and he. To be fair, Brian, he did write them a letter. Not individually. (laughs) Somebody in his office wrote a letter and he fucking signed one of them and they photocopied it and he mailed it out. Fuck him. He sucks. On the positive, though, I'm sure he sent them to the minor league. Oh, no, he didn't send to the minor league ball players. The guys that make $600 a day. (laughs) 
Is there still? Yeah, that members? that letter said, "Sorry, we're eliminating half of uh, the teams. <laughs> Good luck." We would like to make our t- our sport popular again by eliminating half the minor league small market teams. <laughs> I think it might just work. It's crazy enough. Let's do it. Oh. Anyways, so that I was couldn't be talk. less. What? I couldn't be less interested in in a Reds baseball game right now than I am at this point. Yeah, like at any other time in my life. Uh, you should just listen Spe- to the owners. They're they're really. <clears throat> <owning it. laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, what are we going to do? Like, just stop rooting for the Reds? Like, yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers. I mean. I root for them. Like, fuck Kent, man. They're called Bengals just in everything. Cincinnati, babe. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, it, They'll all become Cub fans. Oh, it's God, no, no one's becoming Cubs fans. I could never see Brian <laughs> become a Cubs fan. <laughs> Brian knows baseball. He's not a Cubs fan. Oh, sorry. sorry. No. There goes my Cubs listeners. There goes our Cubs listeners. Yeah. <sighs> See, I, I would, I would gen- genuinely say, I mean, with the parade and everything that Brian was talking about, and mm-hmm. all, I mean, it, it is literally like a downtown hol- festive holiday it, in Cincinnati. It's always. I mean, been you treated can't as a as, as a holiday here in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's it's a huge thing, and, and no matter how shitty the Reds are or how bad the owners is, and they've even started putting up billboards around town. Somebody's buying billboards. Mm-hmm. And uh, renting, sell the hashtag, sell the team Bob. Mm-hmm. But you know, despite how bad it is, opening day will always be a great festival holiday here. Despite how shitty sure. the Reds are. Yeah, baseball Who's behind the billboards. By the way, do we know? Uh, Steve it and Izzy. Is, it is not the Facebook group uh, hashtag sell the team Bob that I am a admin in. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that it is free disclosure <laughs> or us. Um, it, it, it is, is not Obi. So, so we, we talk re- about talk, talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, interesting things going on in the world and these mm-hmm. sensationalized, uh, labor disputes, baseball and, and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, I believe, uh, uh, there's something going on with Etsy. Uh, I hear with untidy Venus. What's God What's up with that? Ah, at the time of this recording, uh, the Etsy artisans are a bunch of us are on strike. So Etsy, as you know, if if you don't know, is online retailer and shop front for handmade artisans, and uh, and then they've expanded also into crafting supplies. And uh, it's a really easy to use format for people both to purchase on and for people to sell on, and is really like brought handmade items to the forefront and during the pandemic etsy has like doubled its profits or more year over year over year and the ceo has decided that that's not enough they need to increase all their fees by another 30 percent and they're going to charge a percentage on what we charge for shipping as artists so if you guys don't know and you've never had to mail a package, mailing stuff isn't free. It's kind of expensive. And a lot of people want it to be free because we're all used to Amazon delivery, which I totally get it. But when you've already like put a bunch of time and effort and your own money and blood, sweat and tears into a product, it's hard to then just pay $15 more complimentary to ship it to somebody. And so shipping's uh, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Etsy's been pushing for free shipping (laughs) if the order's over $35, which 
the artist can choose to do or not do, but Etsy sort of punishes you if you don't do. So, But if you do charge for it, again, Etsy takes a percentage of that fee because they don't want you making a profit on shipping. <laughs> How much? So, so, babe, if we wanted like some of the amazing products of Untidy Venus, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Exactly. Ah, well, you can go ahead and just message me over on my Instagram at Untidy Venus. I won't lie. I rarely check my Twitter, guys, but you can always message Steve at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. On Twitter, you can hit up my Facebook page at Untidy Venus. Message me directly. I can even cut you a deal because I won't be paying any of Etsy's fees. I take a uh, square Venmo and PayPal, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the Etsy vendors are basically, there was a new, there were new fees installed on April 11th. And so for the week, a bunch of Etsy artists have gone on strike and a bunch of people out there are going to be, well, why don't you just change venues? Uh, first off, Etsy's established as like a safe shopping experience, but uh, and like they've they've curated this amazing marketplace that people feel comfortable shopping in. Like it's yeah. weird to just buy from somebody's random website. You never really know what the security is and whatnot. But also, yeah. we want Etsy to be better. We want Etsy to be a good place. Also, people who've shopped Etsy recently has have probably noticed that since the pandemic, they haven't been very strict about locking down on if it's handmade. And there's a lot of drop shippers. I I myself have accidentally purchased from drop shippers, but um, now what's, what's a drop shipper? So they, they're actually like buying something. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if you're familiar with turning like, around and reselling it. So it's even it's even less work for them than that. Um, so if you ever if you've ever shopped AliExpress, they're all drop shippers. A lot of Amazon is drop shippers. Have you ever like ordered an item and then they're like, "Sorry, it's going to be six to eight weeks," and then when you receive the item, it's obviously been through the mail for a month and a half and has usually come from like a weird place in like Southern yeah. Russia or China or something. Yeah. So the person been, like, selling it through customs. <laughs> yeah. So the person selling it doesn't even never actually sees the product. They get some pictures or steal some pictures from the internet. They have a cheap manufacturer make it and they ship it straight from the manufacturer to you. Like Nike. Yeah. So, so they have no idea what the quality is. That's why, like, that's why Wish is a drop shipper. That's why stuff from Wish is sometimes like, <laughs> wait, I thought I bought a color changing mug, but I bought a mug with a picture of a color changing label. Oh, those are like the things that uh, I ordered this online, and this is what showed up. Mm -hmm. you know, like yeah, so those are all drop shippers. With the photos and the real item. So, and they make a ton of money because they're great at scamming because that's all they do. And so Etsy doesn't crack down on them. And so, uh, so, yeah, we're we're taking a stand. We want Etsy to get its shit back together and become the safe marketplace that it's been. So that otherwise, you're you're hand delivering everything to everybody across the United States. Yeah, pretty much. Or like people like me, uh, I now have. I'm an artisan. I joined a local co-op, and my shop or my stuff is physically in an on-site shop here in Ogden, Utah, the local artisan collective. And my stuff's going to be available here shortly through their website. And so, like, I just went ahead and was like, "Well, if Etsy's going to be a jerk, I'm going to find other avenues." But if you're not in Ogden, Utah, it is much harder to shop me. Um, are you going to do your Hobie knickknacks on-site at the Comic Expo at the Hobie booth? If somebody can secure me a flight and airfare, airfare <laughs> and a hotel, I could do that. I can take care of the hotel. <laughs> let me, that would go fund me. Let's go. Let me let me ask you this. 
Yeah. Do you take Hobie IOUs for payment? <laughs> <laughs> Not for flights. That is the interns working on Hobie, Hobie coin. Hobie coin. I will apply your guys's three dollar and fifty cent credit that you do have from my yes. shop. Uh, we will be buying magnets again this year from uh, Untidy Venus because for the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 23rd through 25th, get your tickets now at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. William Shatner is going to be there. Same with uh, Hobie. And uh, Untidy Venus's knickknacks, paddy wax, and magnets will all be there, too. Woo! Oh, awesome. Woo! Brian um, will supply the dog bones. Woof, woof. I will. Um, yes. We got knickknacks and paddy wax. You got to have some dog bones. That's too. right. Uh... So that Atari 2600 I bought from Etsy is probably not handmade, huh? <laughs> no, oh, so Etsy is handmade and vintage. So if it's more than 30 years oh. old, the Atari is, you can buy it on Etsy, and we have no qualms about it. I bought it, and it said it was an Atari 3600. It was kind of odd. I don't know. It doesn't play I mean... any of my games. It wasn't playing River Raid. I was really upset by that. And Yars Revenge. <laughs> I um, remember River Raid. What that? Look, my ploop station plays it's perfectly. Awesome. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Just asking. Just asking. <laughs> so the reason we have you on this week, well, just because you want to come on and we love having you guys, but also uh, because you're going to talk to us a little bit later on about Utah and about how uh, Blake uh, was incorrect on everything he said about Utah uh, and how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Blake. Just, just Blake. Blake. Um, <laughs> And so that's going to be interesting. Uh, and I got some trivia for you. Uh, also, um, but until we get there, Brian, since we've missed you the last couple of weeks, I've missed you. Yeah, it has been a couple of weeks. It has. Um, next week, we got a lot of food in the studio. So more diabetes next week. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, we have an thank, extra thank special treat from co-Canadian of the year, Dr. Dana. Ooh. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I was told it is probably going to win her Canadian of the Year again. Wow. Uh, you know, just so, to think, I, I, not being there in person and how many calories I'm saving tonight. Yeah, I do feel better about it. <laughs> uh, of course, Blake, unfortunately, I am in the studio, so I'm just eating everything that's left over. So <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm kidding. Uh, I do have. Did you, first? No, off, he's not. He literally is eating everything left over. No, I'm not. <laughs> he's just going through the dumpsters and licking all the wrappers. Nom, nom, nom. I if, my... if you wanted to eat all of those donut flavored peeps, go for it, man. Oh no, <laughs> we do have donut flavored peeps. Do you guys have any, Stephen Izzy? <clears throat> oh, you no. you sent the picture, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, all the things I don't want in one thing. Okay. Have not found the donut flavored peeps. So, guys, Steve. Doesn't like coffee and doesn't like marshmallows. What? Yeah. Coffee. That's unnatural. But that means that I can buy all the peeps I want. He never bothers with them. I'll be honest. I'm not a peeps fan at all. Me neither. Um, I enjoy them stale. I like to open up the wrapper and leave them till about Halloween. Oh. Yeah. So So good. So so then they're like a marshmallow in Lucky Charms. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well. Brian, just for you, I'm not opening up the peeps this week. I'm waiting till next week when everybody's back. Please, please do not hold off on my account. No, no, Brian. Please. I insist. No. I've missed you, buddy. And so <laughs> I don't want to ruin a moment that you'll enjoy these things. I mean, I think I think you're really in li- like them a lot. I'll be honest. They look like shit. Uh, they do not look No, like literally. Literally, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they look 
They look like dusty shit. It looks like cinnamon. Somebody just dumped brown sugar and cinnamon all over it. So that should be interesting. Like somebody let Peep sit for six months before they finally ate them, and out came these little (laughs) donut flavored Peeps. Hey, uh, hey, Carl. (laughs) Did you see these Peeps back here that we've had for three years? Ah, send them out. They're fine. Nobody cares. Yeah, put those in Izzy's Patreon. She wants those crunchy Peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Brian, I'll get to you. What have you watched recently? Just a couple things. What you got? Um, so I had the absolute joyous occasion of coming across all nine seasons of Night Court <laughs> on IMDb TV. Nice. So that is all I have been watching for the better part of two weeks, and I'm almost to season five. Is Sounds it like it holds up. Is it what? Is it, does it hold up? Um, no. <laughs> like, it's the, I shouldn't say no flat out. A lot of the jokes wouldn't be able to be, like they couldn't do it mm-hmm. now. Okay. Like the innuendo and the sexual and racial undertones in the jokes just, they could never, it could just never be done in, in this. So could I'm, they I'm very interested. On, what's that? What's that? Could, could they not do it on network TV or do you think you, you can do it on something like Netflix or Amazon or HBO max? I don't, or I don't think it would be so much because of like, I just don't think like they're, they're so cringy that it just like, they, it's not a joke that would be even written today. Okay. If, if, really? if that makes sense. Could you give like, us an uncensored example? <laughs> um, just, I mean, just go to YouTube and watch clips of Dan Fielding. Like John Larroquette yeah. plays that character, well, that scummy was, character. Yeah, he's a scummy so sexist. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Does he touch Marky Post a lot? Yeah. Uh, so like, so there's like the one episode, let's see, uh, season four, there's a, an episode where like she is choking on something. So Dan gives her the Heimlich maneuver or what? So somehow he ends up saving her life, but like uh, he's got a card in his briefcase and it's like what to do in the event of someone uh, that needs life-saving assistance. And it's like, uh, you know, clear the airway um, something else. And then like remove all restrictive clothing Oh, and God. she's sitting there and and she's wearing like a trench coat and she like looks and she's naked underneath and he pulls her underwear and her clothes like out of his briefcase. Oh. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, like, wow, you know, and then so from there it escalates into her saying like, well, you, you know, you saved my life. Thank you so much. Uh, what 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 could I ever do? And he's like, sleep with me. Uh, so like the whole the rest of the episode is like him pre- trying to pressure her into sleeping with him for saving her life, oh and it's just God. like really uncomfortable. Yeah, kind of toxic work environment. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but they're lawyers, like, right? It's, it's not like <laughs> yeah. just like it's not just like outright like flat like terrible, but like it's just not really funny. Yeah. Maybe stuff that, that wouldn't fly today. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, exactly. Like I, get it, what, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. It, I, it requires the laugh true. track. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. In the eighties, that was, that was funny because it was, that was except those things were somewhat um, ex- more commonplace and acceptable than they would be now. Yeah. Although I will say that, uh, I knew a, a guy in the military who was on uh, duty and station in a nice hotel in a location and, uh, Marky post was there for like two weeks when she was doing some kind of filming. And so when he would get up and go work out in the uh, hotel gym at like six in the morning, she was there every morning too. And he made it a point to be there as well. And he was like, it is. And you know, they made all these jokes about, well, you know, inappropriate jokes about, you know, she's kind of in doubt. And he's like, Oh, it's true. That's the reason I kept going back at 6 a.m. in the morning to work Yeah, out. but he's like, not undressing her. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, she's doing yeah, that's herself. my Marky Post story. That's all I got. I like that you have a, a Marky Post story. <laughs> yeah. Is she still alive? No. No. Didn't she pass away we, in the past year or two? Yeah. Okay. So she passed away in like September of last year. Okay. Did you – and sad news, because we won't bring this down, but Gilbert Godfrey died today. Today, yeah. Hey, yeah, comedian Iago. Yeah, he uh, he had a long he had a battle with a long illness. He never, I don't think he ever disclosed that he had an illness though, right? He was like Norm Macdonald. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was sick. I mean, um, when I had seen whatever, like they interviewed him after Bob Saget had passed away, like he, you could tell, like he didn't he didn't look great. Yeah, but like. You never, like, he, like, I never really thought, like, he was sick, sick like that, but. I did like that. You, you, you never thought of him as, like, a beacon of perfect health in the first place, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, he always looked like he had something wrong going on to begin with, and that was part of his act. He was 67 years old, and I swear to God, when they showed, like, said how old he was, I looked at my wife, I was like, I thought he was 75. Like, he looked like, always looked old. Like, <laughs> No offense to him, but he always looked old. Um, but yeah. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Breath of Science. <sighs> so I mean, I always talk. thought he had a problem with his eyesight. Yeah. with his squ- <laughs> Well, you know, and the interesting thing is with him, like in cancel culture and all that stuff, right, wrong, and different, whatever. It is interesting, like when people will be like, you can't say that. And they try to cancel him. He didn't give a shit. He just was oh, like, no. whatever. And he just kept going. He never apologized for anything. You know, <laughs> see Fukushima. his nine eleven bits if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah, well, that was at a roast. Yeah, because I remember he was talking about that on on that uh, that documentary I just watched last week. That, that can we take a joke mm-hmm. that I watched on Amazon? He was talking about you know uh, he got in heat for the nine eleven jokes, and but he was like you know listen, this was under this kind of you know, uh, mm-hmm. circumstances. Then, he, you know, what got him canned from Aflac and all that was the Fukushima jokes. You oh, know, yeah. With the, with the uh, uh, nuclear reactors and, you know, tidal wave in Japan wave. and all that kind of stuff. So, but he didn't. But yeah, he, he's got some interesting stuff. They interview him uh, in that documentary. And the documentary is good. I, I recommend uh, anybody go. What's it called again? A, Can We Take a Joke? Okay. Yeah, watch that. Uh, you say it's on Amazon? Yeah, that's what okay. I, I watched it on Amazon. And then Amazon auto-played the Play-Doh uh, contest automatically for me. So I was <laughs> kind of concerned. I'm like, how do you think I'm going to watch the Play-Doh TV show after I just watched Can We Take a Joke? What the heck and is Jokes and free speech. I mean, come on. What is the Play-Doh TV show? It's, it's like the Lego 
what do you people get competitions with their play-doh they have to make no. things out of play-doh and if you don't win you your your thing gets smashed really yeah, and smash got, your whoa, yeah, they smash your dick. Whoa, Jesus. Play-Doh. <laughs> These Japanese game shows have to stop. Yeah. If your Play-Doh sculpture doesn't work, they just smash your dick. Yeah, it's smack. You get a smack. No, no, and, and then the, uh, what's her name from uh, Modern Family hosts it? The uh, the one daughter. Um, the, Ariel the skinny, Winter? Yeah, the, yeah Ari- no, not Ariel Winter, the other one. Oh, okay. I got you. The, the older one? Like she had an eating disorder. Yes. Which is rude of me to say, which, the, yeah. Yeah. So Brian with Night Court, yes, yeah. Are you yeah, thinking so Mr. Night Court. Be- Mr. Belvedere might be a better choice right now? No, like it's still very enjoyable. Like it's it's not like every episode is dripping with that stuff, but it, I mean it's just like there are one or two episodes like per season where like we've just kind of looked at each other and we're like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Like that's not good. But for the most part, it, it's still, you know, it's enjoyable and it's funny and it's, I mean, it's, it's cheesy, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy that I found it and I'm really like, I'm able to watch it like start to finish. Not as scandalous as Wings. Wings was very scandalous back in the day. That was a joke. Yeah, Paul McCartney's always been pushing the envelope. That's right. Aww. Everybody, everybody Linda, blames Ringo, but. <laughs> Linda <laughs> didn't sing very well. <laughs> I liked Wings, the TV show, not the band. <laughs> Brian, have you seen Mr. Belvedere yet on any streaming services, or has anybody bought you it? I have. I have not uh, been able to track it down, or no one has been able to track it down for me. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's got to be out there somewhere. I'll find it. Bastards again. If you would like to buy it for Brian, please let us know at the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook or at HobiePod on uh, HobiePod on uh, Twitter, whatever we're on. And we're on Tumblr, too. Sounds like a great floppy bribe. Yes. Uh, Yeah, Brad from Cinema Guys. (laughs) You'll see him. You'll see him soon. Uh, Blake runs our Tumblr account, so if you have any questions about Tumblr, get with Blake. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was, but that creeped me out, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, Stephen Izzy, since you're the movie guys, uh, movie people, I did see a movie this weekend. Ooh. <gasps> what? Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, how is oh. it? I didn't dislike the first one. I thought the first one was okay. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, the second one, uh, not as good. It wasn't horrible, and I've seen a lot of bad kids' movies, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this one was not horrible. Uh, it was better than the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. Um, oh, yeah. But it was not as good as the first one. I, it was fine. It was okay. I, I'm intrigued by the third one, uh, but it made some good money out there this week. Wait, but, so Sonic survives this one? Damn it, spoilers, no, Jason. No, Tails takes over. Uh, it, it was a twist. Tails actually stabs him with his own tail, and it, it was it, it got brutal. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, games of Sonic, man. Jeez. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> but uh, everything I learned from movies, I, I they're like Nicholas Cage files, aren't they? They are. Yeah, excited for that movie. Patriots. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw that the unbearable weight of massive talent. I will have to say the first thing I thought was of. 
Steve and Izzy. And the <laughs> second thing I thought was, this actually looks good. Yeah, it looks like it looks like we made a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when does that come out? Uh, officially comes out on the twenty second. I think is that Friday. Okay. Uh, we may or may not have some uh, pre screening tickets for the eighteenth. What? Um, but m- more than likely, we'll end up watching it on my birthday on the twenty sixth. So. If- if Utah, yeah. if Utah had airports, I would have flown out to see you guys and watch it with you. Damn it. <laughs> Do you still have to hand crank the uh, theater reels, you know, the, the cameras to show? Yeah, we got the donkeys to pull oh. them for us. You know. hey, hey, Blake, they actually have yeah. a piano inside the movie theater playing the music. So, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's, what's interesting is I, I did look that up specifically for Steve and Izzy and it's already trending at like 8.7 out of 10 IMDb. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like 94% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. It's, it's something crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to be great, guys. It's guys. We're living in the second cage of sons. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if you all know this. Have you seen Pig? Uh, Prisoners of the Ghostlands, even good though it's Willy's kind of a Wonderland? niche film. Yeah, oh, Willy's dude. Wonderland. Yeah, Prisoners of the Ghostland. If you like crazy action and don't want to ask any questions. Yeah, Mandy, uh, Primal's even good. Primal, again, kind of a niche market thing. Primal yeah. is the best Nicolas Cage trapped on a boat with a large cat animals. movie I've ever seen. We also got to interview the director, which was yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> He's a big stuntman, stunt coordinator over the past 34 years. Like, he's the guy that trained all of these sword-wielding guys in Braveheart and uh, the the Born Identity. Uh, Top Michelle Pfeiffer had to do all the whip stuff in Batman. That was another person we also interviewed, though. Oh, oh, that's right. That was a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) Time out. Time out. You know what? I told all these guys how to use swords. I think I can direct. Let me do this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, here's Look, a trivia nugget. If you can direct a thousand nugget. extras with pointy objects, you can direct a movie. <laughs> yeah. here's, a, here's a trivia nugget as I was scrolling down and looking. And the first thing I thought of, of course, this time was Jason because he can explain it at oh. Comic Expo if you come see it. At the end of principal photography, the whole cast was gifted a pillow with <gasps> Nicolas Cage's face on it. Oh, oh we might have that pillow. We do have we just got we just got one of those pillows that have like the sequins on one side, and then you run your hand across it, and it's Nicolas Cage's face. Yes, we, people like to come over and draw faces on it for us. I don't want to say anything, but Brian, <laughs> I, Brian, and I are in massive searching for a John Travolta pillowcase for the expo this year. <laughs> so Brian can be John Travolta, I can be Nicolas Cage, and we can have a face-off of trivia prizes. <laughs> <gasps> I like it. Gotta take his the, face. The Nicholas Cage <gasps> badge of suck. To the John Travolta bag of what? Trash. <laughs> Trash. You know, it'd be even funnier if you could buy a spare of each and cut their faces out and switch it. Spares. Stick <laughs> it on the other pillow. I like Get it. Yourself a seamstress. See, you guys should you guys should be Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, but from like different movies. <laughs> like somebody be like John Travolta from Michael, and somebody be like, <laughs> Phenomenal. like Nicolas Cage with a mustache. Yeah, for, from the beginning of Face Off with the little Beto mustache. Brian, are you a seamstress? Uh, in a former life, I am not. Damn it. Do you know anybody that can sew? Ah, uh, you didn't say currently. Oh, 
Damn That's it. to be determined. Maybe maybe Doug could do it, Canadian of the Year. I like that idea. I like that idea. Uh, <laughs> Brian. I got a guy. You might have a guy. Uh, yeah. Anything else you saw, Brian? Anything exciting? Um. Anything racist, sexist? I watched, what is the Jake Gyllenhaal movie on Netflix? Jarhead? Morbius? <laughs> that's Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared oh. Leto. <laughs> and that's on Netflix. Um, it will be soon. <laughs> uh, hang on. Not Ambulance, see. is it? Ambulance? No, oh. it's the one he did before Ambulance. Oh, okay. Um, it is called... Fire truck. <laughs> no, it is called The Guilty. Oh. Um, so he's like a police officer who... Uh, Tries to do the Heimlich maneuver on Marky Pose to mess up. <laughs> With her broad underwear. Um, <laughs> he's like a police officer who like um, is under investigation for murder, so he's demoted to working the 911 call center. Oh, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, it's also obviously a movie because he's a police officer in trouble for murder. <laughs> that yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was like, it was just like really bad. Like, it's it's kind of one of those like phone booth type deals where like it's basically him, uh, like talking to people, like trying to f- trying to help people throughout like a crime, and you never see any of these yeah. people. It's only uh, their voices. Okay. So it was shot for so forty like, bucks on a weekend and uh, <laughs> sold to Netflix for like five million dollars. Got it. Yeah. So I mean, there are some like. Some like Ethan Hawke is a voice in it, like one of the voices, Bill Burr, uh, Riley Keough. Like, there's decently like well known actors attached to it, but he's like literally like the only face that you see besides like two or three other people in the 911 center. Like, they don't Eric flash. Roberts calls in, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even flash to like the scenes that he's talking to, like the people there. No, what? Never. So it's in the theater of the mind, Jason. This sounds so. Cool. It's it's literally the only the only scene, like the only like it's it, the movie itself takes place all inside this nine one one call center. Like you see nothing else, <laughs> and it's literally just him on the phone. Now I would watch like, that if it was Bill Burr and Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, <laughs> role. Like if you just had Bill Burr doing nine eleven or nine one one calls, I'll take that. Yeah. So like this, like nine one one call is like a, it's a crime, and then he so he's like trying to like help the girl out, and then he loses the call. So he's like tracking the call on on the screen, and he's like calling former like police people or people that used to work with in the police department to try to track them down. It's, it's, I don't know. It's bad, but it, it seems like one of those, like we can film this because of COVID type movies, like, yeah. you know, like four people on a set yeah. type deals. So, but I mean, I've seen worse. <laughs> we all have that's on the poster Brian from movie says he's seen worse <laughs> great great movie poster I've seen worse Jake Gyllenhaal movies in the last two years that's for sure 
Okay. Who makes right. Chichilin Hall a star? We do. <laughs> I like Jake. I mean, he was great hosting Saturday Night Live last week. So. Was he? Yeah. He was, he was very good. I didn't have, was, have a problem with him. I thought he did okay. Mm-mm. He's better than Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> did he I and Maggie ever get Gyllenhaal. back together? I love Jake Gyllenhaal and Morbius. He really did a great job. Uh, <laughs> Blake, did you see anything? Blake, Steve, anybody else see anything else real quick? Uh, we watched Our uh, Flag Means Death. Yeah. Uh, did you get through all of it? We did, did yeah. Does it get better it, uh, after the it first? It got weird. Uh, like <laughs> episode seven or eight where it was like, I thought this was pirates. And then it's a uh, very, you know, it's a. Uh, it is pirates. Very gender fluid kind of situation. Fluid. Steve, it's gay pirates. Well, yeah. But, it's gay pirates living their best life. But it is hilarious, everybody. I suggest <laughs> you watch it. I loved it. I've gone through two episodes. I don't know if it's caught on with me yet. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. Uh, if, if that's not your bag, I would also suggest on HBO Max Plus, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yes. I've heard that was oh, good. Sorry. I want to see that. That I highly recommend that one. If you enjoy making fun of mega churches, you will not stop laughing. Yeah, uh, that's we we caught like almost all of the first season. Um, and it was it, it was really funny, actually. The Gemstones. It's got a really good cast. I'm, I'm surprised oh, the they showed that like in Utah. Phenomenal. <laughs> what, Eric Roberts, baby. What has been banned in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because not it's about the Mormon. evangelical churches. No, oh, churches. okay, that's right. Yeah. They're evil. <laughs> They're very similar. Um, <laughs> Blake, quickly, have you heard, read, watched anything? Uh, you know, it, you know, I seem to be in the uh, Norse and Icelandic. Oh, realm because we've been watching Vikings Valhalla, and you know I almost got to the point. I was like, "Are we going to do these same tropey uh, storylines again from the original Vikings?" And and it kind of started out that way, but I'm still watching it because I like it. And some of the storylines this time are eh, they're pretty good, and some of the characters are kind of cool. Um, but that another the, the the other thing is the the Valhalla murders, which is. Uh, this uh, Icelandic uh, miniseries of, of a uh, murder thing that uh, wife and the kids are into. So by default, you know, I kind of watched a couple of those episodes. Time and, out, time out. Your kids are into murdering? What's that? Do you say your kids are into murdering people? No, murder, you know, murder oh, mystery watching. shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, who, you know, whodunit kind of stuff. Blake, so I'm like, so I'm like just, you know, up to my eyeballs in uh, Nordic entertainment hey blake. blake are you psyched for the northman oh is that the name of the movie yeah the <laughs> one coming out uh i think the same day as uh, unbearable weight of massive talent or whatever yeah i actually tell you the truth i, I am that looks pretty good I, it, it looks fucking tight i'm not gonna it lie it looks like uh <laughs> it's in iceland so i'm like that's pretty cool hey, so blake, I, we do love iceland yeah we yeah do. it's about that guy from the north blake the one i was telling you about yeah that north guy the north man yeah the man yeah. from the north Yes. Oh, is he the one who has the hair? Nanook? Yes. Nanook? <laughs> yes. Nanu, Nanook. Uh, Blake, I don't know yeah. if you know this, but you don't have to watch everything that uh, Netflix uh, automatically starts for you. I don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought that was part of the uh, prescription, sub- prescription, subscription service. 
That's what that Netflix roulette is, right? Blake got done with Stranger Things three and uh, season three, and then it just kept auto playing stuff. And he's like, "Well, I guess I can't turn it off now." Uh, Here we go again. Yes, I'm watching Fear Street 1776 or whatever. Uh, did you guys watch the Fear Street series? Nope. Oh, I did not. That part, I hear it's okay. <laughs> I wanted to really enjoy it, and man, that first first one was bad. Um. Anyways, uh, Blake, I'm actually watching Vikings Valhalla as well. Oh, you are? No, I'm actually so playing it. It's, I... it's Assassin's Creed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blake, let me ask, did you see the original History Channel version of Vikings? Did you watch all of that? Yes, from the beginning of okay. Ragnar to the seasons where they didn't have Ragnar, where it was Ivar the Boneless and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, from beginning to end. Okay. Because this Wait. the Netflix series is is supposed to be a prequel to that, I believe. No, it's a sequel. It's it? like a okay. hundred. It's like a hundred years later. Later, okay. Yeah, I knew it was tied to it somehow, but I wasn't sure if it was prior oh, yeah. to. Or... They, they they even mentioned Ragnar and Ivar the Boneless, and and uh, they even make references to it in the uh, couple of times in the episodes. Okay. Are they searching for buttons? No, nor buried wood. Vikings of Oak Island. <laughs> Vikings of Oak Island. <laughs> we haven't gotten to Oak Island yet, you know, That's, but it, it does have Leif Erikson in it, oh. and maybe he will get there to Oak Island. The and singer? Show us where he buried the treasure. The singer? Oh, that's Leif Garrett. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Leif Garrett. <laughs> Is he no, he's in, in search of his hair. <laughs> Is he alive? <laughs> I think so. Um... Blake, why don't you start us off with some... Uh, oh, actually, sorry, real quick. Um, what grade would you give Moon Knight so far? We had a Twitter poll of the week at Bad Ideas Podcast. That's actually our Twitter poll, or Twitter handle, not a Hobie Pod. That's oh. Josh. For Bad a minute, I podcast. thought you were asking me what grade I no. would give Moon Knight so far. Moon I've only Knight. seen two episodes. A, B, C, or F. Uh, a, great this. series so far. B, good, but not great. C, average. Eh. F, awful. What the fuck is happening? Uh, what about D for Dandy? Well, the, Twitter only has D for Dandy. <laughs> Twitter only has four options. Maybe Elon Musk can fix that. Well, this one is either love or like. It's uh, 77% to 23% A above a B. Uh, no C's or F's this week. So look at yeah, you. I haven't seen Moonfall yet, so I don't want to get lost in the story. Well, <laughs> God. Uh, what I did hear was, though, there was a bad moon on the rise. Uh, or it was a bathroom on the right. I'm yeah. not sure which. Is yeah. this the is this the sequel to that Bruce Willis show? Moonlighting. <laughs> yes. He, I mean, he's been in the news a lot recently, so I thought that's what this was. Well, this is this is the night that wears assless chaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to quote Jeff, now, they're I'll all fill in for assless. Jeff and go, all chaps are assless. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, Moon Knight, great show. Uh, <laughs> that was our review. <laughs> I still like it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for being assholes about it. Jeez. You're welcome. <laughs> That's why yes. we're here. You're, you're welcome. Blake, hit us with some listener feedback over there. What do you got? Uh, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Listener feedback. Bomb listener feedback sponsored by uh, Nicolas Cage this week. All right. Yeah. Uh, we start off. Every listener feedback with the same person, Stephen is. Do you know who that is? Big D. That's right, Big D. The mailman. A pants. 
He always delivers, formerly known as. Number one fan? Secret possible uh, benefactor to the intern. Oh. Dad? <laughs> he he says, uh, or something? <laughs> he says, are you upset that WandaVision won't be back for a second season, or is this for the best? Blake, the story's been told. I I agree. I think I think it is for the best, to tell you the truth, because you know, season one was such an interesting concept of her uh, rehashing her childhood and her fascination with American television and how she created that alternate reality for her and Vision. I think, you know, to build upon that is like season two. I, I you know, I don't think you can do anything good with it. So if you want a different route, I think that's probably for the best. The only thing that could come out of it is that uh Darcy and Wu X Files like spinoff or whatever yes. everyone was talking yes, about. Yes, that would be good. Why would you not make that happen if you're Marvel? That is yeah, great. Because they're not make superheroes. Darcy Wu Vision. Would you say Steve? <laughs> because they're not superheroes. And yeah, they but probably, you can put that on Disney Plus easy, right? Well yeah, of course. But you also have to put, I don't know, Forty bucks in a nine one one call center or something into it. Oh, wait a minute! At the bare minimum, Disney Plus hit me up. I can have a script tomorrow. Trademark, trademark. There you go. You can make them like the Rosencrantz and Gildestern of the Marvel yes. MCU. I think you want everybody to be like that. Are they going to open a deli? What What are we talking about? Blake, you mentioned that in the Star Wars universe too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the Rosecrans and Gildestern of Star Wars. Yeah, what's his name? He doesn't like you. What are those two guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, the guys at the bar, yeah. They're yeah, the guys at the bar, they're also in Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, they had a cameo in Rogue One. They're like, yeah, they're like the Rosencrantz and Gildestern of the entire Star Wars saga. Because every, everybody wants a settler in Waldorf. I thought that was C-3PO and R2. They just kind of pop up and everybody's like, well, I guess you're in this, sort of. It's uh, canon now. It's canon. We we were watching. Um, shoot, what was it? Uh, yeah, uh, Rebels. My daughter and I were watching Rebels, uh, the cartoon uh, series, and they showed up. Uh, Star Wars cartoon series, and they showed up in that. And I'm like, why the fuck is C3PO in this? There's no reason for this. Stop it. And you're the most annoying character. Ugh. So when do we find out C3PO is actually a Jedi? Oh, fuck him. Sith. When, same time that uh, Jar Jar is a <laughs> Sith. Sith. No, no, Jar Jar is the Sith. We know yes. that. Yes. Ugh. What happens if we do a Jar Jar and C-3PO battle? That would be fun. Shut up, George. Take I'd your watch money. It. <laughs> how, many, how many more action figures can we sell? Yeah, you know, um, uh, give, give C-3PO a red arm. And then give him a yellow leg and a white leg. We can sell those toys. Shut up, George. Ugh, fucking George. George got his billions. He's okay. You know, Disney, uh, though. <laughs> Disney's like, ah. They got to make some money. I, I always like when, after he sold, George is like, well, um, I wouldn't have done the pre, the sequels like that. No one asked you, George. You sold, your, sold it for $4 billion. You don't get a say anymore. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. You lost your chance. He took the lazy way out. We saw your prequels, George. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. A little angry. Uh, so anyways, WandaVision. No second season. or nope. for the Actually, the more trailers I see of, you know, the multiverse of madness, I guess she's more than a minor character in it. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I was thinking it was all about Doctor Strange. Oh, anyways. That comes out soon, too. Less than a month. <sighs> I yeah, think so. 
May seventh or something. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, else we got? Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, this next one here. Read, read your own feedback, Steve. Hmm? Oh, what's the best Jason Statham movie? Why would I ask that? Oh, because we're celebrating Jason Matham next month. Yeah. We're, we're currently in the middle of April where we're talking about eight movies and oh, hilarity ensues. That's at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on all the major podcatchers. Uh, so, yeah, guys, what do you think's the best Jason Statham movie? The Meg. Best movie about me. <laughs> Asking for oh, my man. I mean, uh, it, it really breaks down to like Hobbs and Shaw or the Crank movies, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm actually going with the Italian job. I really like the Italian job. Yeah, <laughs> handsome Rob, handsome Rob, or or the Meg. I really like the Meg. Uh, the Meg may be coming up in Jason. I'm gonna say, I'll say either Snatch. Yes. Or. Um, the transporter, I think. Okay. Yeah, transporters are pretty good too. The train. Yeah. They've made sequels to the transporters, right? Yep, they made three of them, and then a reboot with Ed Screen that nobody watched, except really? me, apparently. That was a TV series, right? No, I think it was a one-off movie. It was like Transporter Reloaded or some shit like Electric that. Boogaloo. I know they made. Oh, they might have had a series too. Yeah, I think that was with somebody yeah. else though. They, they did. It's owned by a... Luke Besson, so you know he's got three ideas in eighty-five movies. So <laughs> is, can't hate on that. Is Jason Statham only allowed to be in movies with one word for titles? Crank, cellular, <laughs> transporter, uh, the safe? mechanic resurrection, mechanic. The oh, job. A, another movie coming up in Jason Matham in the name of the in the name of the king. Oh, uh, a dungeon, dungeon siege, siege story. Yeah. yeah, he was farmer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's Ron Perlman and Ray Liotta, and directed by Doctor Uwe Boll. Yeah. Is, is Ray Liotta the best actor in that film of all time? No, yeah. Jason Statham is. No, Ray Liotta. He chewed that scenery and then spit it back out. Okay, Statham. one good movie other than Goodfellas. For Ray, Ray Liotta, like, like this, oh. really quick, fast. Um, Copland, No Escape. Yeah, No Escape's a good one. I can't find No Escape anywhere. It's not streaming anywhere. I have to, like, buy a DVD from somebody. <laughs> God damn it, I just want my Ernie Hudson in my life. I, I, I like the lock, stock, and two smoking barrels as well. Was Ray Liotta in that? <laughs> For Jason Statham. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that Ray Liotta. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Ray Liotta was in it. He's uncredited. Uh, I like how Steve Bryan was like, yeah, name a good fucking Ray Liotta movie. And all of us just start naming them. <laughs> like, yeah, we got some. Don't worry about what, it. Two? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Ray Liotta. I'll get to those. We'll find some. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep what going. Rocky movie was he in? Keep going. I'll find, <laughs> I'll find it. Hold on. All right. You good Ray how many good Ray Liotta movies are there, and how many good Transporter movies are there? Time out. Ray the answer is the same. Was, Three. <laughs> he was in those good commercials about stopping smoking. How he stopped smoking. Ray Liotta. Do you remember that? No. Never mind. Forget it. Bye, Jason. Um, I do remember that. Jason Statham. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, he was in Sin City, a dame to kill for. Not the good Sin City, but the next one. Uh, Ray Liotta was in Smoking Aces. That's a good, very good movie. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. All right, this Identity. Was a movie, but was he good in it? Yeah, say, with ensemble cast. Yeah, yeah. Like, Identity. Would he be replaced with somebody else? Oh. And would the movie, like, suffer? Would it be the same, or could it be better? Um, like, if he was replaced with Sir Nicolas Cage. Uh, is he? He was in Wild Hogs. Yeah, definitely couldn't have been replaced in that ensemble cast. <laughs> um, With, again, like, Sir Nicolas Cage. Oh, Heartbreakers. Oh, here you go. Hannibal. Didn't he get his brain eaten? Yeah, he yeah. sure did. And he laughed about it. Yeah. <laughs> Street Kings 2, Motor City. Uh, he what? was good in John Q. Uh, uh, Narc. He was ex- he was really good in. Narc. Okay, yeah, Narc's pretty good. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Muppets in Space. But is he good in Narc, or could he be replaced with somebody else? Oh, anybody can be replaced with anybody else. Yeah, no, no, but all right. So there are some <laughs> movies where like the actor's portrayal okay. completely like makes or breaks the movie. Versus there, are, excuse me, movies where an actor's portrayal. Could easily be swapped out with anybody else. Okay, Okay, I got three films for you people. Ray Liotta. Karina Karina. Pass. Operation Dumbo Drop. Stop it. (laughs) And Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. He was enthralling for the 45 seconds of screen time. (laughs) You could not replace him with anyone else in that role. (laughs) Want to have a catch? I kind of look like Kevin Costner, sort (laughs) of, in a way. Uh, We have the same hair. He was in Powder Blue. But not Powder. <laughs> not Powder. What else you got, Blake? Who was in Powder? Jeff Goldblum, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, I think Mary Steenburgen. <laughs> that might be the most 1990s cast ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what, was, what was the history show miniseries that Ray Liotta was in? The what show? He was in a... Hatfield McCoy's or something? No, but it, it it was like that. It was like another one of those, like, um, it was... I want to say it was like about how the Texas Rangers, like the how they were formed, like, at the very beginning. Really? Uh, the baseball team? No, the... <laughs> the no. The Chuck Norris show? I, I just like Ryan's like, anger. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll read the next uh, listener feedback, and you can look it up. Okay, you got it. All right. Uh, from beside a geek, I don't. I don't know if I can read this entire sentence. Do I have to read it, Jason? Yes. What real life person would you want as a Pez dispenser? Of P.S. Pez still sucks. That <sighs> blasphemer. You suck. Besought it. <laughs> You know, just for that, I want his head on a Pez dispenser. There you go. There you go. You want a Stork's Pez dispenser? Yeah. Yeah. Don't say Marky Post. That may not be. I'd rather have a peacock. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, now we're getting a creepy level. (laughs) I want a Mr. Let's have 
a stork and a peacock, as Spencer said. <laughs> yeah, matching Wait, sense. Stork and peacock, aren't they joining us on an episode? Oh, that's right. It's the Meg, Jason's <laughs> favorite be on movie. The Meg for Jason Matham. I swear to God, if you guys do the torque without me, with if you did torque and biker boys without me, I will fucking come to Utah. I will drive there because they don't have planes, but I will come there and hunt you down. Oh no, it's a threat. He's gonna come hang oh, out with no. us. Oh. He's gonna see the beautiful mountains. We had a blizzard today. What? Uh, he really didn't think that shit through. <laughs> How much snow did you get? Like two inches, maybe. <laughs> yeah, not oh. much. Yeah, but it was just a we got it was a rain before, so just the snow was stuck to everything. Yes. It took like forty five minutes to de ice the truck this morning. That would be awesome. Love snow. Um, can you can frolic in the snow? Would you like to go frolic in the snow? I would like to frolic. I would like a Benny Hill Pez dispenser. I don't know why. I just think Benny Hill would be fun. <laughs> Brian? The Queen Alien. Ooh, Ooh the Queen Xenomorph. That's a good one. Yeah. I think we have one of those. I would like a Rocky Pez dispenser. Rocky Pez. Don't you Which have a Rocky? Rocky from Mass? Through the ages, like Rocky a whole Dennis? collection. <laughs> yeah, like one from every, like all five movies. There you go. Four or <laughs> seven movies. Seven. Was, you could a slightly eight. more swollen uh, skull. Was, <laughs> you're being you a too five. <laughs> Every I'm torn uh, between the sword. spitter from Jurassic Park. Well, Dilophosaurus, yeah. The Dilophosaurus, or yeah. or. I want the uh, <laughs> from Mad Max Fury Road the the gimp oh, plays yeah. the flaming guitar. <laughs> so I look heavy up, metal guitar guy. The, the, yeah, with the flaming guitar. Those yeah. are the those are the two I'm torn between. Yeah. Brian, I you know if you got an alien the alien head for Pez, that would have to be like open up a Pez, which would shoot out another head of Pez, which you could shoot out another head of Pez until you get like a single Pez. Um, I think that'd yeah. be cool. I'm in. They have one. They do? They do? Yes. Damn it. Uh, it looks like it is. I could have been rich. Um, <laughs> uh, Brian, I looked up the Rocky Pez dispenser just to see if they had some. The, fr- yeah. the only thing they have is Rocky from Paw Patrol. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Paw Patrol. I feel like there's a market out there for this. There's a market. You're right. It uh, came out in the 1990s. 1999. Oh, my God. Is Paw Patrol 20 years old? Oh no, 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 the alien, sorry, the alien. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. I was going to be like, Great holy segue, fuck, Jason. I'm yeah, thanks. Sorry. Okay, what else we got? Oh, did you get your answer? Yeah, I think so. Yep. I did. Uh, it was, yes, it was called Texas Rising. Um, It was like the story of how the the Texas Rangers were created. Oh. Um, nice. So the, the cast is Ray Liotta, Bill Paxton, Thomas Jane, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Crispin Glover, Jeremy Davies, Reese, uh, let's see, Reese Coiro, Christopher McDonald. Oh, Christopher McDonald. Shooter McGavin? Crispin, yeah. Crispin McGlug. Crispin Glover was. Yeah, Crispin weird. Glover was the odd one out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Thomas Jane, I can see it. Wait, what? Brendan <laughs> Frazier, Chris Christofferson. Shit. Um, yeah. Is it just about? their voices, though? Like it's all set inside of an old uh, switchboard and the lady. Oh, no, this is an actual like they had sets and everything. It was, oh, shit. It was great. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Did I say that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Texas Rising. Texas Rising is also the name of Ted Cruz's autobiography. Moving on. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. I was looking up to see if there really was a Rocky Balboa Pez dispenser, and I did not find one, but I did find something slightly more horrifying. Oh, there was a Michael Jackson Pez dispenser. Oh. <laughs> and it has vitiligo. Yeah, sure does. Huh. Guys, it Google it. It's horrifying. The, pe- the Pez doesn't come out of his mouth. Anyways. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. Boo me. I'm the one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. I oh, didn't make you. him creepy. Hey. All right. What else? <laughs> Does it come with the Macaulay Calkin side Pez? Ah. It's bubbles. All right. From <laughs> Kevin. It's bubbles, but it bites you. Kevin and Cincy explore the top five highest grossing films are, I guess according to him, doesn't cite any sources, <laughs> Star Wars, The Force Awakens, <laughs> Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, Avatar, Ugh. and Not the last Panther. Oh, sorry. Which is your favorite of these five? Probably Black Panther? Yeah, I'd say Black Panther, and we haven't seen uh, Spider-Man yet because, I don't know, there's this podcast out there that insists we stop, stop watching stop Spider-Man. watching Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's you guys. Uh. Oh! Uh, we actually have it coming through the mail <laughs> through Netflix. Uh, should be running, like, tomorrow. Because <laughs> it's out on DVD now, guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what DVD is. Blake, what's your yeah. pick? I, I'll tell you what, for the most enjoyable... I, I would have to go with Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Yeah, well, just because it was just so enjoyable. And so what if it's fanfare? Okay? Well, if I that's like the case, it. what about Force Awakens? No. <laughs> it's fanfare? No. No. And Avengers Endgame is just, it just drags at certain points. I love the last hour. Yeah, it's it's a great, a great big, long movie. Sure. Um I've seen parts of Black Panther. I really should watch it from beginning to end. Oh, uh, yeah. Force Awakens, no. And uh, <laughs> Avatar, no. Yeah. Brian, what's your pick? I've never seen any of them, so I'll say... Really? Um, Black Panther. <laughs> yeah! Good job, Brian. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen any of them. So, so superhero movies and stuff just don't interest you at all? Uh, they do, but because Marvel comes out with a movie every 11 seconds, it's fucking overwhelming. It's 27 seconds, come on. It's not just a movie, it's a TV series too, Brian. (laughs) Right, exactly. And then, like, when you're like, oh, cool, like, that looks like a cool TV series, can I watch it? And everyone's like, well, you won't understand it because you haven't seen the 37 movies that came before it, so, like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Okay, Brian, Brian, I will suggest this. You can watch Black Panther without watching any of the other Marvel movies and know what's going on because it's such a yeah. contained story. Yeah, it's, You really can. Yeah. Yeah. Absol- so, absolutely. Yeah. So we're like I I'm I'm being dramatic, but I'm about what? halfway through watching them chronologically. Oh, okay. So like I'm not just not there yet. All right. Well, and it's fantastic. Since we've watched that many of them so far, we don't want to just start 
watching them. Like we want to finish them chronologically. Gotcha. Gotcha. I didn't, didn't know you'd started that journey. So yeah. We're, we're as somebody who remembers almost nothing movie to movie, you can absolutely watch all of them without knowing. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is there dramatic music? Steve's like, they had seven movies about that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Like a, all right, well, he still looks like an asshole. <laughs> uh, Blake, wrap us up here. Is is Avatar even significant anymore? Uh, wait till two, three, and four come out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to come out on Netflix next year. <laughs> I don't Avatar know. I thought the Disney one was what? significantly like, better. Avatar four is two thousand fifty, Brian. I was going to say like 2100. <laughs> Avatar 3 is just takes place in a 911 operative. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in the Navari or whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> center. It takes place in MySpace. Ooh. Oh, they combine both the Avatar universes. Oh, shit. The blue people become airbenders. Oh, God. M. Night Shyamalan is <laughs> directs it. Uh... <laughs> And it's got a twist for an ending. Uh, uh, I did, <laughs> it's a twist! <laughs> I did watch The Village. That was on TV when I was working from home. And I, I wouldn't say I watched it. It was on. And I kept yeah. looking up. I really liked The Village when it came out. It's not good. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, you I, fell for it like Izzy did. I still like The Village. Uh, I like the concept of it. Is it the greatest movie? It. No. But no. it's like, it's it's a pretty movie. It's pretty. And it's it, like, I don't know. I, I find it more interesting than some of his other movies, at least. Well, yeah, compared it's, to old or some shit. Yeah. It's no lady in the water. I, mean, oh, yeah. I love the guy with the one huge arm. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Why, how have we not talked about lady in the water on the podcast yet? Don't. Because we only do bad movies. <laughs> oh my God. If you did lady in the water, I would nominate Jeff. Um, just take him. <laughs> No, but I, I, I do agree. The village is a great concept. You, you think is. you're in these uh, a 1700s, and you're actually not. And yeah, it's a shock to the, you know, the journey lady girl or whatever. It's just really, really slow. Oh points. wait, spoilers! Do we, we got to throw that out there? Oh yes. yeah, no one's watching the village. Come on, Blake. <laughs> Twenty years later, don't spoil it. <laughs> Uh, what wrap us up here, Blake? What do we got? You know, when he says he sees dead people, no, I'm kidding. All right, <laughs> yeah, it's no. actually aliens that are allergic to wood and water. Oh, right. fuck that movie! Fuck that movie up its goddamn ass! <laughs> I hate that Whoa. movie. The trees. You know, uh, I will watch The Happening before I watch Science again. That's how much I hate Science. Oh God, The Happening. At least, at least the happening has a good hot dog scene. <laughs> the happening, I think it's the trees. What? No. What? <laughs> That's hey, hey guys, I think it's the trees. I thought that was going to be the twist. Hey. Is Marky Mark going to kill this oh, bitch? Oh, trust oh, me. I thought for sure Marky Mark was going to kill that bitch. <laughs> we got to get to it. Let's wrap this up because I got to talk about Marky Mark here soon. Hey, you know, it's in the air. Hey. What? It's my not in my wall burgers. Hey, Blake. I think I found a transformer. Hey. Uh. <laughs> All right. Professor number one at number one, he says, uh, what does the intern have against literature? He refuses to read romance books, novels, set against the backdrop of politics. Yeah, What the hell is that about? <laughs> uh, I, re- I vaguely haven't. 
no idea what he's talking about. Brian was asked to do a book report about a very Trump-like romance set during the January 6th riot. Oh, oh yeah. And it's a true that, romance man. book. Was it called like, Bunker Boy? <laughs> I think that was the prequel book. Would it you, was like... If I bought it for you, would you watch it? If I bought it, would you read it? No. I wouldn't. No. Okay. If Jason read it, would you buy it? It, No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. You wouldn't buy the concept of him reading it? Yeah, yeah. me neither. I mean, he couldn't read it. I mean, you would think the wording (laughs) would be like very dumbed down so that the, the audience could understand it. But... I still don't think he would get through it. How about if I like you lay in bed and I read it for you like a bedtime story? <laughs> uh, was that was that an it, Blake? <laughs> His hands were huge, it. so huge. Okay, okay time for um, news of the geek. Oh, sorry, Brian. What were you going to say? Uh, no, I was just going to say that's what I have against it. Okay. Uh, Not literature in general, but just. Shitty literature. Okay. <laughs> is it a graphic novel? <laughs> it's e-literature. That, I, I, so I'm you pretty sure if pictures? it were a graphic novel, it would be called Evidence. Stop it. Down the hall. Exhibit A. Lock her up. Lock her Oh, sorry. Anyways, uh, before we get to News of the Geek, uh, Steve, Izzy, are you ready for some trivia about Utah? <gasps> yeah, let's Utah. do it. True or False. Utah is the second driest state in the United States after Nevada. Uh, I'm going to guess true. That is correct. How many sunny days a year does Utah have? Oh, like 228. 300. 300. Blake, since you know a lot about Utah, (laughs) Salt Lake City has more what type of occupations per capita than any other city in the United States. Ooh, I think I know this one. Salt dispensaries. Occupation. Call center. Career. What's that? Call center. Plastic surgeons. Oh. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Uh, what is the oldest amusement park in the American West? Lagoon? That is correct. And what city Yay! is that in, Blake? Oh, shit, we live by that one. We sure do. Farmington, what? baby. Oh, come on. I was going to let Blake know. Blake knows all the cities in Utah, all seven. Um, Golden Shekels. Beaver. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he acts like we've kind of Jewish people here. Time out. Utah has one of the blank highest rates. Of, oh, I'm sorry. Utah has one of the highest rates of blank in the United States. Pornhub subscriptions. Child pregnancy. And oh, over oh, the past oh, decade, polygamy. Over the past decade, it has increased by eight hundred percent. Prescription drug abuse. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Damn it! Was, is either that or meth? Oh my wow. god! There's a giant cat. Look out, Brian! <laughs> Did you get attacked by a cat? Those <laughs> <laughs> are just eating glass. Ah, the cat! Right, right. Brian's video. <laughs> That looks like a zebra. Sorry. Is that black and white? Uh, uh, she's a calico. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> was the was the was the butthole blurred out for everybody? <laughs> she's the Josh Gad of cats. 
Oh, okay. The location of the first ever what t- what fast food restaurant uh, was in Salt Turkey Lake fried City. Chicken. What's that? Kentucky Fried Chicken. That is correct. Look at that. Uh, Arlen Sanders in Midvale, Utah. I used to live like three blocks from it. (laughs) Oh. Wow. And Utah has the third most national parks of any state after Alaska and California. True or false? True. (laughs) True? (laughs) I did screw that one. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like a giveaway. Not for lack of trying. Blake, what is the state rock of Utah? Salt. Gibraltar. Hold on, give me a oh, second. Is it a fossil? No, I, I, that would be like a state fossil. Uh, yeah, it's probably say, salt. It should, should be. I say sodium? Quartz. Uh, it is coal. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Oh. Yeah. So. Was it the second largest producer of coal after West Virginia? What's up? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I know. So just not much other stuff out here other than like sedimentary rock from uh, Lake Bonneville that the state used to be. Babe, <laughs> I've got one for them. Ooh. Ooh. Guys. Yes. Do you know the state bird of Utah? Roadrunner. Nope. Okay. The, uh, uh, Another state is in the name. Arizona. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Seattle St. Louis Seahawks. Cardinal. The St. Louis Cardinal. <laughs> it is the California Louis Seagull. Is a state. What'd you say, Florian? I said St. Louis is a state. That's true. That's right. <laughs> so Seattle. I guess, state of despair. Yeah. Uh, what's the it's answer? The so why, why are you robbing California of its seagull? And there's no, there's no. It's all we fight. have out here. There's no <laughs> well, going to be a fucking talk. magpie. They've come, Actually, to, they've come to eat our locusts. That's right. That's exactly why. When they when it was founded back in the 1800s, uh, there were a couple of rough years where locusts came in and then the gulls flew in because we have a giant salt lake. Well, I guess it was giant back then. Now it's more like a puddle. And uh, yeah, the gulls that were surrounded, they ate the locusts and saved the fields. Yay! And saved the earth because wasn't that one of the biblical things for Revelation? Yeah. Yeah, turns out all you needed was seagulls. Ah. <sighs> Okay. Stop the locust, save the earth. Praise him. Are you heroes part five, Blake? <laughs> stop the locust, stop the revelation. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a couple more here. What is Utah's record low temperature? Oh. Hundred something plus. Uh, Lowest. Negative 40. <laughs> Brian, what's Gronk's favorite number? 69. Minus 69. <laughs> Fuck, that's cold. That's a chilly nipple. 1985. How many tornadoes uh how many how many tornadoes is Utah hit with on average per year? Less than one. We I think we've had one in like uh, a thousand years or Two. something like that. Two. And it was during the outdoor expo where there was one fatality because it basically landed in the middle of where there were a bunch of tents. And it only touched ground for like four seconds. <laughs> and here's the big one. In comparison to other states, where does you, the state of Utah rank in teenage pregnancy? Shit. We're number one. Yeah, it's got to be number, number top one. three. Like, it... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Jersey Shore does exist. I'll well, say I mean, because like 19 year olds are getting married and having kids. I don't it's know. True. 85% of the time here. It's, it's true. Brian yeah. said f- nine. Blake, what do you, what's your number? 
One. <laughs> Steve? Is he? I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go with one. Three. You're third. Damn it. <laughs> You're Ooh, not please. the worst. You're not the worst. I like how Brian was very positive about Utah. Nice. I got a nine. Nice. Who, who is the worst? Uh, I don't have that information. I just have trivia of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Idaho. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Well, it, it wouldn't surprise me to be a top three. I mean, after watching several episodes of Escaping Polygamy, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, they start young in those cults. Uh, uh, the number one state for teen pregnancy is Arkansas. Really? Kansas. All right, that checks out. That seemed like they have their shit together. Um, well, that was Arkansas. Uh, if you guys would al- also a fun fact about Utah, we have a specialty tax just for brain shrimp. Oh, that's nice. Brain it, shrimp. It, it came up when I had to pay uh, pay pay the uh, the temporary sales permit tax. It was the top one. Bra- yes, <laughs> brain right. shrimp farming tax specifically is, to Utah. What is brain shrimp? Brine, B-R-I-N-E, brine, oh, brine shrimp. Brine shrimp. Okay. They're, they're the shrimp Sorry. shrimp that can survive in uh, super salty waters. I think they're also known as uh, the sea people or whatever. Fairy right? shrimp. No, they're they're not exactly <laughs> are they, are they what the sea, sea monkeys? monkeys are. Sea monkeys. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're like, sea monkeys are technically a slightly different, slightly less salty loving, but they're they're related. Yeah, they're the primate version. Right? But what's the brain yes. shrimp? Brain shrimp <laughs> are what happens when you eat too many shrimp and you become a shrimp. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, got the shrimp. So there's your Utah <laughs> stuff. Uh, Steve Izzy, thanks for coming on just for that. Appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Fix that up. Uh, let's see here. A couple of things on News of the Geek. Per the New York Post, where Brian gets all his news, it was like the hip hop equivalent of Weekend at Bernie's. Washington, D.C.'s Bliss Nightclub has apologized for a spectacle in which the body of a slain rapper, Gunu, G-O-N-E-W, Gunu, was reportedly displayed on their stage at his own funeral. But it was his own request, wasn't it, or his family's? We're getting there. The memorial okay. service took place uh, a couple weeks ago, weeks after the hip-hopper uh, hopper was shot dead at 24 <laughs> years old. The, the Bliss Club had, uh, let's see here. Our, quote, our deepest condolences to Good News family, friends, and fans. The venue wrote, ooh, fans, which was shared on Instagram by the Shade Room. Blade was contacted by a local funeral home. Bliss, I'm sorry. Bliss, Bliss yeah. Say, <laughs> Blade Bliss was contacted to make sure he wasn't a vampire. <laughs> Blade came in and killed him again. <laughs> Bliss was contacted by a local funeral home to rent our venue for Good News homegoing celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sin- sincerely apologize to all who may be upset or offended. Uh, let's see here. The po- statement was posted amid trending Twitter footage that repeatedly, reportedly showed the slain rapper, whose real name is Markel Moreau, apparently propped up on stage at Bliss while mourners raved around him like an Irish wake. <laughs> the hip-hopper's corpse was decked out in a hoodie, a blinged-out watch and crown. A source who attended a public view entitled The Last Show confirmed that there was a $40 cover charge to enter the venue. <laughs> That's just a nightclub. <laughs> How was that funeral? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pay to go to the funeral. Well, guys, it, it wasn't that long ago, 
where there were the uh, the morning photos, like where you get your pictures taken, like on a couch with the corpse of a loved one or whatever. <laughs> yes. I yeah, mean, wasn't it like from like the 1800s or something? Yes. Late 18- yeah. Like 1890 through like, what, like 1920s? Well, some people did it like up into the 50s and 60s and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. Wow. Social media. I just think, I just picture <laughs> this is bad, but I picture them like, uh, crowd surfing with him, just tossing him around. <laughs> like, why is it a forty dollars cover charge? I don't know. Some uh, some rapper named Gnu is performing on stage or whatever, and then it's like he's not moving. Is he got like strings attached <laughs> no. to him or something? Is it going to be like a Pinocchio <laughs> show? It was oh his last performance. Ooh, I got it. They Mannequin go- three live on stage. <laughs> he was up was there. Blake with silence too. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> Blake. He was up there with Kurt Cobain. Uh Let's see. Social media found the display obscene and disrespectful. Quote, no way, GNU mama. GNU mama? Approve that shit. That's so sad and disrespectful, wrote one aghast fan on Twitter. Another offered, quote, (laughs) if y'all saw that video with GNU's body, y'all can't tell me that society ain't already collapsed. Another person wrote, who is GNU? No. Uh, Wrote, (laughs) 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 even hip-hop icon 50 Cent. I weighed in, you writing, oh shit, I just realized what this is. Twitter? <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks, Twitter. <laughs> 50 Cent's like, oh shit, I got Twitter. <laughs> what the hell? Can y'all read this? <laughs> Another tweeter, <laughs> reportedly an employee at the bar expressed shock upon arrival, claiming that they were not clued in beforehand. That they would have a corpse on stage. Quote, imagine walking into work and it's a deceased body on display. They didn't warn us. They didn't tell us. They didn't even know. When I say I've officially been traumatized this year, I mean it. Happens to morticians all the time, man. You'll be all right. Uh, Police are currently offering a $25,000 reward uh, for information that leads to arrest of a suspect in the shooting of GNU. So, there you go. It doesn't say who requested it or... Well, no. If this was his last, you know, <laughs> will. I mean, Ugh. no, it doesn't say anything. It's like somebody just who, who took brought his dead the body, body? Put it up on stage. <laughs> the it's funeral home forty dollars to get in. The, fu- the funeral home brought the body. <laughs> no. They were the ones that they were the ones that set up the whole thing with the club. <laughs> the club says they have a contract. He's got to perform tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy's dead. <laughs> Cross him off. Cross well, you know, they lip sync everything anyway. So who can tell the difference? <laughs> they hey, said we got 10% off the co- off the cover charge. So, hey, yeah. hey, Blake, don't worry. Next week they have a hologram of GNU. Don't worry. It'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry. Hey, are, are we going to have a GNU in the studio next week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, GNU's right here. Say hello, hello GNU. <laughs> Anyway, you got your video there. Forty dollars to to walk into the studio next week. You're crazy. <laughs> Forty bucks next week, boys. No longer news of the geek. It's the news of GNU. <laughs> Fun fact: GNU likes those peeps, though. You know, you know, it's probably his manager. He's like, "How the hell do I make money off this guy?" Hey, you guys want to put him up on stage for forty bucks? I'll take fifteen. He still owes me four thousand dollars. I bet if I can get a hundred people in at forty dollars a head, the agent's telling his other his other uh, reps, "Hey, see, motherfuckers, don't fuck with me. I'll put you on stage when you're dead. Pay me my money." <laughs> I'm checking cameo to see if Ganu is on there. <laughs> when I said you'll be working for me even while you're dead, I'm serious. An ironclad contract. <laughs> Anyways, on to a lighter note, 
per comicbookmovie.com, Justice League star Ezra <laughs> Miller clearly has some very serious anger issues. Following the recent news of the actor's arrest in Hawaii for disorderly conduct and harassment, Miller has been hit with a restraining order uh, after allegedly threatening and stealing from a couple he said he's been staying with in Hilo after they bailed him out of jail. Hilo. Whatever. According to the court document filed by the pair, who don't want to be named, Miller bursts into their bedroom and is quoted as saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. Uh, the order also states Ezra Miller is famous and wealthy. <laughs> this makes access to weapons much easier. Time out. Have you yeah. seen America? <laughs> yeah, but they don't accept IOUs from That's Hobie. true. I'm not saying the state of America is in bad shape, but I think anybody's available to get weapons, right? You don't have to be rich. <laughs> but, by the way, guys, I'm totally picturing this as like when the, the Flash pops up in Justice League or, or uh, Batman v Superman and it's like, <laughs> lose the key. You gotta say, Lord, like, I'll bury you and your slut wife. <laughs> no, he's actually, he shows up. I'll be right back. I got something to do. I gotta go kill this couple. Hold on. Hold on, Bruce. Well, I think I think I've un, I've uncovered something about Ezra Miller here that is yes. overlooked in this article. Mm-hmm. He was in Hawaii, mm-hmm. big island in the Pacific, when this happened. Yeah, his prior role in was isn't that on another big island in an ocean in Iceland? Oh, geez, didn't he assault some uh, women yes. at a bar in Iceland? Yes. Yep. So we need to keep him on the mainland to keep him out of trouble. But America doesn't want him on the mainland. <laughs> They're like, yeah, he go there. So uh, what you're saying, Blake, is watch out Puerto Rico. Yes. <laughs> or Indonesia. On the shit list. Yeah. <laughs> or New uh, Zealand. Let's see here. Following the confrontation. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, following the confrontation, the actor is said to have stolen a wallet, social, social security card, a passport, a driver's license, and bank cards. Uh, he'd been reportedly staying with the couple for over a week after meeting them at a farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been showing him around Hilo prior to his arrest. <laughs> all right, guys, in all seriousness, your wife says you have to go and get me these strawberries from the farmer's market. No offense, but get your ass out there. I need these strawberries. What celebrity do you see at the farmer's market that you're willing to bring home and put and put up? Army Hammer. <laughs> well, well, you need to meet a celebrity because strawberries in Hawaii are probably like twenty dollars an ounce. Yeah, they're like pineapples. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like you in your hometowns. Okay. You're, you're going to the, you're going to the farmers market. <laughs> you're just walking around, you know, listening hey, come to the guy with on me. the steel drum because there's one at every farmers market. Elizabeth Shue. Oh Amelia yeah. Amelia Estevez. All right. Brian Dean Amber, I mean John Moxley, he lives here now. The wrestler. Yeah, that would that would be pretty cool. I don't know if I would want John Moxley living in my house, so he could be interesting. Um, I don't know. I've seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia and what it's like living with a wrestler. <laughs> uh, Steve, you wouldn't find Army Hammer out of farmers market. He would be at a butcher shop. Oh. Our farmer's market has a meat section, so oh, right. Army's there. All kinds yep, of meat. Exotic meats. So yeah, here we go. Long pig. After the incident at the bar, the pair posted the five hundred dollar bail. Suckers. Miller is currently involved with two major Warner Brothers franchises. Uh the uh, yeah, lead. was. Yeah, the Flash movie. The studio is yet to respond. But after this and the 2020, uh, 2020 video of the actor choking a woman outside a bar in Iceland, 
which they also failed to address, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to take action. Uh, rumor is that they're pushing the flashback to 2023 now. Not kidding. So it, it sounds like either drugs or mental health issues. Yes. It can be both. It can be both, yeah. If you run fast enough, it does affect your brain. Just ask oh, same Bolt. I was going to say, have you ever seen a happy jogger? That's true. <laughs> they always look in agony. I have actually just one, and it's my wife, and she's very happy, happy. And I don't, I don't get it. Do you think it's because she's running, or she's co-Canadian of the year? Do you think that helps? Well, I think that's what she has to tell herself <laughs> while she's running to okay. keep herself going. I got certainly it. doesn't hurt. Yeah, you know, I'm much better than Doug. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what she says. I mean, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. She calls him Big D. Big D. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that is false <laughs> average D as far as you know Bit, uh, I mean we're still waiting for our mail so oh. uh, box office news and world reports real quick I'll just go right into it April 8th through the uh, April 10th Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made 71 million it's opening weekend on a budget of 90 million uh, this movie is going to do gangbusters kids love it and good for them. It was okay. Uh, Morbius almost hit the number I said last week. I said it would do less than ten million. It made ten point two million this week. Fifty-seven million dollars total on a budget of seventy-five million. One of the biggest drop-offs ever uh, after a, a number one after being number one. Yeah, but technically, according to the Price Is Right, you lost, Jason. I, I said one dollar. You did ten. You did ten million. One ten point one million. Damn it! No, I did one dollar. Oh, <laughs> the Lost City. Oh, fuck this movie. Made nine point two million total. Sixty nine <laughs> million on a budget of sixty eight million. <laughs> Who's watching this movie? Gronk sixty nine. Uh, Jeff and Jimbo said Lost they would City watch it. <laughs> I picture the Lost City is going to be on everything I learn from movies in a couple of years. Probably. Oh, we we uh, we seen the trailer. We're like, oh yeah, this is destined to be on our uh, our podcast one day. It looks bad. Not as bad as Jake Gyllenhaal's nine one one film Ambulance, which made a stunning it's eight point different movie. Oh, oh sorry, it's entirely different. This one shot entirely in an ambulance. It's made. the sequel. <laughs> That's it. Just an ambulance. This would probably be the prequel of why he got demoted to the. Oh movie. shit! Yeah, that's a good point. Him and Yaya Abdul-Mateen <laughs> just oh my God. going on a joyride. We Mike, got the, Michael baying that shit up, and then, oh, back to the call center. We got the JGU, the Jake Gyllenhaal universe. Yes! Yes! Uh, you were the only person exclaiming yes. Even Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't like that idea. Ambulance made $8.7 million, its opening weekend on a budget of $40 million. Michael Bay was not happy. Not happy at all. Oh, uh, so going back to something. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made $71 million. It's Jim Carrey's number, uh, highest grossing uh, film ever uh, in an opening weekend. He's never had a film Ooh. that opened that high, which is really shocking. Yeah, even like The Grinch or something. I could see that making uh, more. But yeah. Even Ace Ventura 2, right? I'm not I mean, like, we're not talking about quality of film here. We're talking no, about no, no. opening weekend. You got to get yes. some kids. Yeah. I mean, The Mask 2. He wasn't in that. He wasn't in oh. that one. That was Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Not Jamie Foxx. I can't tell. I can't tell. Uh, and the Batman. I am the Batman. 
made six point six million total of three hundred and fifty nine million on a budget of two hundred million. Save your money. It's coming to HBO Max April eighteenth. I'll be watching it that night. So Do you know who I am? I'm the Batman. We watched it a couple weeks ago. It's okay. I I liked it. I I really want to see it. I love Batman. Uh, it was good. Just, it was it. very good. I've highly enjoyed it. I just now I'm like in the home stretch now. I'm six days away from watching it on, you know, <laughs> at home. I'm like, well, why go to the theaters now? Yeah, three hours is a long time to watch it in the theater. Yeah. I figure I'm going to pick up a bag of the movie popcorn uh, on the way home and then come home and watch it here. <laughs> so I don't even have to do anything. So. <laughs> Uh, Brian, do you got some movies coming up uh, April 13th and 15th this week? Yeah, upcoming, we've got Father Stew that follows the life of Father Stuart Long, Mm -hmm. a boxer-turned-priest who inspired countless people during his journey from self-destruction to redemption. And who is Father Stew? Hey, guys. You know, it's in the trees. Uh, Mark, baby! Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. He is <laughs> moving away from uh, mainstream movies and is moving into religious films, he said. So there you go. Uh, so the last movie that he had came out uh, was all. So he's doing a lot of like true, to, like, like true stories about mm-hmm. people's like, because the one he just oh. had that came out was Joe Bell. Uncharted. <laughs> Oh, oh, before that, yeah, I forgot about that. Honestly, Infinite? forgot about that even coming out. Um, yeah, I feel Daddy's like that one too? was like what? Daddy's home too, based on a true story. <laughs> they never. So even I mean, had... like his his most recent, more of his most recent yeah. things. Yeah. Okay. Are he did what was the Philadelphia Eagles one that he did? Invincible. You know what? I enjoyed that film. I know it's not the greatest thing, but I enjoyed that film. It's a good storyline. Very, very good, good story. Yeah. Based I like on how, a true story, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a true story. Vaguely. Yes. I did like at the end that they showed the actual clip of him running it back. Like, I thought that was cool. Like, the actual player. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else you got? Uh, we've got also uh, Fantastic Beasts. Colon, the secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to know about Dumbledore, Dumbledore's colon. First off, we all know the secrets of Dumbledore. Right? Yeah, colon. <laughs> Secondly, this is the one with the autistic wizard, right? Yes. Uh, Albus Dumbledore assigns Newt and his allies with a mission related to the rising power of Grindelwald. Oh. If that means anything to anybody other than me. Those Mads, <laughs> Grindelwald. So, Mads Mikkelsen's replaced... What's his name in this, right? Johnny Grindelwald, yeah. I'm all for Mads Mikkelsen, by the way. Yeah. In, like, anything. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I watched the uh, the second one, not <laughs> watching the first one or the Harry Potter movies of the time. Um, I, by, by all, the whole time, I'm like, uh, so uh, Eddie Redmayne here, he's supposed to be, like, on the spectrum, right? Like, that's a, that's is, a thing. Is he in the next <laughs> one? In this one? Eddie Redmayne? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's new. Gotta be. He's got to be. He's the main person. Yeah, oh, he's, he's new. new. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but they knew, you know, Dumbledore does die. Oh, God. Blake, my wife is already upset with you when you spoiled the the Queen uh, TV series, the spoilers and that. Oh, yeah. Damn she it. She lives. 
I'm going to start telling you some Vikings uh, true stories here. Yeah. Whether there's a king involved? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Fantastic Beasts will be number one. Sonic will probably be number two. Morbius is never going to be heard from again. <laughs> Ambulance Fathers never... 2 may break three million just in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Izzy, how are the rats doing? Oh, so the rats are essentially middle-aged now. Oh. So Mr. Cool Ranch is, uh, he's... In rat years or human years? In rat years. So how long do they live? rats only live two and a half to three years. Really? And these little guys were all born June of 2020. Okay. Okay. So... So the height of civilization. Exactly. (laughs) So being middle-aged, Cool Ranch has purchased himself a Miata... Uh, Steve nor I can drive it because we can't physically fit inside of it. But uh, we told him just, you know, no drinking while in the car. We won't turn him in for not having a license, you know, do his thing. But, uh, yeah, no, he's still a good boy. Do they have a friend named Ralph that wears a helmet? No, No, because Ralph was a mouse and rats eat mice. (laughs) Well, they're cannibals. No, they're two different. They're two different creatures. I mean, it's. It's like saying a hawk is a cannibal for eating a chicken. Like, well, maybe in Utah. <laughs> yes, just in Utah. Rats and mice <laughs> Look, he didn't marry Ralph. It's not polygamy or anything. <laughs> Does he have a receding hairline? <laughs> oh, well, he was hairless to begin with, so he, he got away from that. <clears throat> for those that don't know, Cole Ranch was a rat uh, that Izzy uh, let us name, the listener's name. We had a poll on Bad Ideas Podcast, and uh, they did, went ahead and... Um, well, let's name it. It was Cole Ranch. Was the winner? So yes, I adopted a rat. I named Tortilla from a friend of mine. Mid pandemic, turned out she was pregnant. We ended up with twelve adorable baby rats, and I only wanted to, I did I didn't want any more, so I separated the boys and girls. This was peak pandemic, so I didn't want weirdos from Craigslist coming over to my house. So I ended up with uh, at the time seventeen rats. We are down to 15 rats, though. The old ladies have passed on, and now it's pretty much just Tortilla and her chips. Was it bubonic? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just old age, you son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Steve, how do you like those rats? Down to 15. <laughs> <laughs> They're all right. They're all right. They stay out of my way. They rarely wake you up at night. They've never punched you in the balls. That's true. See, looking at you, cats. See, Izzy, we just—I just started adding more dogs to my house, so it's okay. It was just the opposite. You did rats. I get—I did dogs. So. <laughs> uh, How's Skittles doing? Skittles is potty trained finally, Brian. So my wife <gasps> does not. Yeah, my wife does not want to kill her. So <laughs> no, no random rainbows left around the house. Thank huh? God. Um, <laughs> the best part is uh, for my wife because she's mocking me. Is that? She, I got a lab German Shepherd mix, and looks like a lab, like the fur of a lab, um, German Shepherd face, and uh, she's uh, the vet has finally confirmed she's like 16, 17 weeks old. She's fifteen pounds. She's gained like a pound in the last month or last week, um, and I don't think she's going to be bigger than twenty five pounds. And I think there's definitely like a Chihuahua mixed in there too. She's a pure mutt. And I was like, but I wanted her to be like 70 pounds. And the vet's like, that's not going to happen. Uh, pure much, you say. I'm, I'm sorry. You now own a small dog. 
I don't want a small dog. <laughs> so, but Brian, she's excited to see you next time. I cannot wait. Yes. I have missed Skittles yes. and Cora. Yeah, Cora's a good one. Um, they're both good. So, yeah, she's she's definitely gotten better. My wife does not hate her anymore, so that's good. She likes her now, so that's good. So, baby steps. <laughs> I think my wife still hates me, though. Uh, <laughs> that's Baby steps, baby that's steps. Right. Uh, top five this week. Favorite states you would live in or move to? Where would you move to? Uh, let's see here. Steve, Izzy, what do you got? Number five. Does Iceland count as a state? Nope. Because yeah. I'd like to move to Iceland. It does on my list. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Go ahead. It's your list. Top five. <laughs> Iceland. The entire island of Iceland. Okay. Number five. That, that, okay. That's your number five. All right. Steve? No, no. I mean, well, it's, it's all of it. It's... <laughs> oh. <laughs> the five cities of Iceland. The five cities of Iceland. Are my... <laughs> There's about Steve? five only good cities in Iceland, so you're not far off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, I uh, was going to go with British Columbia, Canada, though I know it's technically a province. But uh, you want to live on Oak Island? I kind of don't, but uh, no, they no, do he have. He wants in... to sell merchandise to people looking for Oak Island. Yeah. Oh, look at this uh, little <laughs> coin I found. Oh, yeah. This rock totally came from Oak Island. But uh, you know, they got healthcare <laughs> up there. There's a thriving movie industry. Our buddy Doctor Uwe Boll lives up there, and he'll he let eat his restaurant if it's still open. Or people are just sweet and uh, still easy to travel home to see the family. You said Nova Scotia? British Columbia. Oh, British Columbia. I'm sorry. You know, Vancouver. (laughs) Opposite end. Prostitution's legal there, too. Um, Okay. Oh, I didn't even know. Even better. (laughs) Well, it's not legal. It's just not enforced if uh, you get caught. Um, Anyways. (laughs) How do you know this? Thanks for clarifying, (laughs) lawyer Jason. (laughs) Sorry about Brian Blake. Uh, Number five. Um, read that on Wikipedia or something. Don't worry about it. Uh, number five for me is Maine. Maine. Uh, I like snow. I picture myself getting a bed and breakfast up there like Newhart, uh, even though they were Vermont. And um, see Stephen King at the farmer's market. Yeah. Take him home with you. And a refurbished cabin from Cabin Masters. Uh, <laughs> He'll pop up in your bedroom and say, I'm going to kill you and your slut wife. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I've been to Maine. I like Maine a lot. And I would love to live there. Brian, number five for you. Uh, number five for me, uh, I'm going to say Ohio. Uh, <laughs> because uh, it's the, the the state that I've lived in the longest, and it's the lowest on my list. Okay. Um, it, it, but still top five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, it's cool. I like it. I'm still here. <laughs> Come to Ohio. It's fine. <laughs> Brian the intern. I mean, we've we've got some cool stuff here. Okay, Blake, we're gonna come see you in June. We're excited. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Blake, what do you got? Uh, favorite state that I would like to live in. Number five, I would like to live in the state of denial. Saw that coming. Saw it coming. Well played. What's your number four, Blake? I think I think living in that state makes everything so much easier. It does. It does. What's your number four? Number four, I hobied it. I had to hobie it a little bit because in order for me to exist, I, I have to live in a state of solid liquid and gas. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Which one is your state of bliss? Which one? <laughs> That's not on my list, but it's an honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> Brian, number four. 
Uh, number four for me would be uh, any states within New England, Massachusetts, up through that way. So you hobied it? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, he he took the uh, the Patriots way. No, oh, that's right. The state of New England. That's another Marky Mark Marky Mark movie. Um, number four for me uh, would be Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm uh, not a big fan of the beach or the hotness, but it would be nice to live there. It's an island. <laughs> Stay away from the farmer's market in Hilo. Everything being expensive. I would, yeah. That's the downside, too, is the money. Uh, and also, I would get to see Ezra Miller. So, there you go. <laughs> uh, number four for you, Steve. Uh, for me, um, I... It was... Well, I'll hobby it. Uh, either Bavaria, Germany, or Salzburg, Austria. Uh, because I did take German some 20 years ago, so I'm sure it's like riding a bike. I'll just uh, bake right back up speaking it. Uh, the beer and... bitter. Oh, sorry, what was that? Eine Heile ist bitter. Uh, danke and Schoenaferien. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, beer, food. Uh, I think they've got the healthcare over there, too. You know, they're... They're basically uh, protected by the United States for the last 70, 80 years. I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they have an infrastructure. Okay. Whereas we don't. <laughs> yeah. Number four to you, Izzy. Uh-oh. German beer. Oh, um, I mean, I said it was Iceland for all of them, so it's still Iceland. Probably, yeah. I really enjoyed Hella when we were in Iceland. That was that little uh, little town we camped in the first night with yeah. the horse ranch. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. But if I couldn't have Hella... Uh, I did enjoy living in Michigan, despite living in downtown <laughs> Detroit. There was some cool stuff in Michigan. Number three, Iceland. <laughs> what about? Oh yeah, Vic? my number three is still definitely Iceland. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, ooh, what what was the what was the bird town? The town with the bird eggs. Oh, Eaglestadter. Eaglestadter. No, no, that was the one on the top of the mountain. The with the bird eggs. That was also a port. <laughs> That's where you're talking about the Eagle Shotters where Eagle Shotters where we found we accidentally found the port where you get your, you pick up your cars from Europe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah the one with the bird eggs was down south. Did you guys oh, well, we'll go with Eagle Shotter? Yeah. That was the same one. We'll, but, go, yeah. we'll go with Eagle Shotter. Uh, but if I had to pick like a state in the US, let's go with Nevada. I've I've done a lot of camping in Nevada. There's parts of it that doesn't have speed limits. So Reno or Vegas, baby. <laughs> Stove pot springs. <laughs> Wendover. <laughs> Stay out of my mess. <laughs> Battle Mountain, baby. Did Battle you guys, Mountain. I will live in the big BM. In Iceland, <laughs> did you watch any women's soccer? Because somebody might have a connection to that. We did not, because oh. my husband yeah. does not believe soccer is a sport. Oh. <laughs> like, you have the right to murder them. That's fine. No, my, uh, our daughter played soccer professionally in, in Iceland. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, when we went, it was like the first week of summer. So it was like 40 degrees. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was 40. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cold. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. The, the, the summer that she was there playing, it was the coldest summer on record. And so, <laughs> yeah, I was up there, I was up there twice and, and, uh, the wife up there three times. And, uh, we did get to see the Northern lights though, when we did go in the fall, but uh, uh, it was really cool. I, I enjoyed Iceland, and, you know, especially when you know when you watch movies now where they film those things on location, like in Rogue One or the Black Sand Beach. I'm like, yeah, that's Vic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. 
Yeah. So did you just uh, hang out in uh, Reykjavik for the no, most part? No, it went all over the damn place, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like two hundred miles round trip or something like two hundred miles round trip and a thousand waterfalls. Where the first like yeah. five, you're like, oh my god, look at that waterfall! Yeah. And then like <laughs> the twenty fifth one, you know, it's huge <laughs> and it's giant, more bigger than you have in the states. You buy the twenty fifth one, and you're like, like, yeah, whatever, keep going. <laughs> it's not that majestic. Yeah, I could go for some horse tonight for dinner. Yeah, well, um, I did not try horse, oh. so. That's a, the joke I was going to say. You stayed at the horse ranch the, where they rode the horses first and then ate them as they got too older. No, no, no. You eat the – when you've got too many males, you eat the young males. Yeah. When they're old, they're nasty. But everybody loved the horses. And, you know, people would stop and the horses would come up. You know, they've almost got trained to the point like at the zoo. The horse, everybody would come up to the horses and the horses would come up to people and people would feed them apples and – yeah. I'm sure it annoyed the heck out of a lot of Icelandic farmers. Oh yeah, there were there were a lot of signs up like "Please don't feed our horses. <laughs> we have guns." Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, if you're in if you're in an island like that, I mean, and you have an animal that's there, people are appalled that like you would eat horses. But you know, it's you got to make ship. You got to make do with anything that you got. So, oh yeah, if it's edible, it's edible. Um. Yeah, absolutely. That's your Iceland talk. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not. I did not try the dried fish jerky or whatever that stuff oh. was called. Oh, the, oh, the, the fermented, fermented shark. shark. Yeah, yeah, that's delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's no, all right. <laughs> it, it's like stinky cheese. You're either into Ooh. it or you're not. Did you have like the the puffin and the was it fin whale or whatever? Yeah, we had. Fin, oh. We we did a taste of Iceland and yeah, we got a little bit of horse, a little bit of fin whale, a little bit of puffin, a little bit of reindeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, some I, of the Icelandic lamb and honestly, it was some of the best lamb I've ever had in my life. And I used to raise lambs. Wow. Uh, Steve, number three. <laughs> uh, my number three is uh, Auckland, New Zealand, uh, because it's the land of hobbits. Oh. Uh, you know, there's some great podcasters out there that we're friends with. Uh, there's plenty of sheep for Izzy to play with. Yes. I mean, it's basically the last target in any kind of world war because, you know, it's nobody true. even knows it's out there, really. Right. Um, and lots of good drinking buddies. Okay. Plus uh, the sweet kiwi accents. Sweet kiwi accents. Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Alaska. Hey, that's my number three. I'm with you. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it, Brian. Uh, can we buy our own crab fishing boat? Okay. I'm down. Let's go. Make sure you wear your bells to ward off the bears. Yes. We got to have bears, yes. bear, bear repellent. Uh, number three for you, Blake. Number three state I like to live in is the state of intoxication. Ooh. Uh, number two. I also like the dream state. Is that your it's number great, two? It's a great form of consciousness. <laughs> Is that your number two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Brian, number two? Uh, number two for me would be Colorado. Oh, the mountains or the weed? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you thinking more like Denver or Vail or... Durango? Uh, it would probably be somewhere around Denver, not necessarily in Denver, but... Fort Collins? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, good college I, town, kind of, but away from the hustle and bustle. Yeah. I can dig it. Uh, number two... Plus Brewery. Number oh, yeah, breweries everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Uh, New Belgium. New Belgium, exactly. Number two for me would be any small town in Canada. 
Just away from people. Just have like a thousand people live there. I'm good with that. Moose Jaw or Moose Jaw, Reindeer Rectum, Thunder Bay. Aren't those provinces? Same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're America. Uh, number two for you, Steve. Uh, my number two is Northern Iceland. Uh, particularly, I, I really like the town of uh, Ak- uh, Akureyri, uh, where the uh, Viking brewery is. And yeah. uh, and their stoplights are all hearts. Yeah, there's uh, there's all kinds of <laughs> – there's uh, the town of Mivan, which is this beautiful lake with an incredible spa and a mountain yes. overlooking the lake as – there's uh, the bubbling pots that make it look like you're in the middle of, uh, I don't know, prehistoric uh, <laughs> surroundings. It's fantastic, guys. Northern Iceland, check that shit out. Number two for Izzy is Iceland. Number one, yes. Izzy is Iceland? It's Iceland! Okay! But if I had to pick somewhere in the U.S., a gun to my head, I do really enjoy living in Utah, Steve, but if price were no object, I would enjoy moving back to California, Northern California. Mm, California's okay. Or like Maybe like, like weed? Eureka? Cal- I, think it, Cal- no, I was thinking like Mendocino. Oh, okay. California would be a lot like more a cheaper than living in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iceland is Yeah, not- but yeah. Uh, number, one, number one for you, Steve? Uh, I went with the state of Utah because, number one, I have a house here already, uh, but also dinosaur stuff everywhere. My family's around here. Uh, We hosted the 2002 Winter Olympics and hopefully the 2031 so we can get some new roads. (laughs) Mitt Romney is your rep. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) National parks like Canyonlands, not Candyland, like somebody said a couple weeks ago. What? Uh, Arches, Zion, Capitol Reef, the Big Five, or Mighty Five, whatever the hell they call it. But yeah, everything's out here. Large tabernacle bells. Yes, those as well. And the holy underwear and temples and. (laughs) Uh, My number one, everybody should know, Montana. Give me Montana all day long. Big sky country. That's right, baby. Uh, Yellowstone, everything else. So, uh, Number one for you, Brian? Uh, number one for me would be Kentucky. Ooh. Somewhere preferably within the bourbon, uh, bourbon area. <laughs> What's that? A bourbon County? Yes, somewhere preferably. Preferably within the uh, along the Bourbon Trail, but outside of Lexington. So maybe like Versailles or uh, I mean Versailles, Versailles, <laughs> Versailles. Or, uh, yeah, somewhere along those lines, Bourbon County. Um, yeah, there's so much beautiful property outside of like. Lexington and all of that. So, would you have horses? I, I would probably have one, uh, not many, but maybe one or two. Okay. And it's still in a barn in the backyard. That's moonshine. I could probably, yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> cool. Blake, what's your number one? Uh, number one. Where else would you like to live other than in the state of ecstasy? Oh, there you go. Like, I, I, I knew as soon as this top five went out, this is what your answers would be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not disappointing. You're welcome. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number uh, 412, being friends with Ezra Miller. 
So there you go. Um, Brian, do you have a joke for us? Uh, I, uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Steven Izzy, while he's doing that, getting that ready, go ahead and tell us where we can find you guys. Brian's a little rusty. You you know, hasn't been on in a couple weeks. (laughs) Well, I, I was ill prepared for the, for the Skype. Uh, my iPad died. So I'm finishing from, from the phone. Um, and I've never Skyped on my phone. So. Go ahead, Steve. Um, Izzy, hold on, Brian. Go ahead, Steve. And Izzy, tell us where we can find you. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I also have an Etsy shop that is closed this week. So feel free to message me on <laughs> any of my social medias at Untidy Venus, but it's usually at untidyvenus.etsy.com. I also have a Patreon now at Untidy Venus. Come join my sticker in the month club. Four bucks a month, I'll mail you a sticker every month. One of the stickers I designed. Waterproof, UV resistant, ready to put on your water bottle, your laptop, your horse whatever steve where can we find you slap a sticker on that horse baby <laughs> yeah um yeah you can find us of course on all the major podcasters under everything i learned from movies uh or hit us up directly on twitter facebook and patreon at eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies uh every other saturday we're having a watch party for the 1987 canadian post-apocalyptic children's show captain power and the soldiers of the future uh, spoilers, it lasted one season, but it's amazing. Um, and yeah, hit me up and uh, we'll get you on that watch party. And if you're in the Ogden, Utah area, every other week, uh, every other Wednesday night, uh, we have free screenings of classic movies. Uh, for example, tomorrow night, we'll be watching the 1986 uh, ape movie classic Link yeah! uh, with uh, Elizabeth Shue's first nudity scene. Um, and it's about an ape, a uh, lovesick ape that goes on a killing spree. It's going to be great. Um, and then, yeah, on the 27th for my birthday, the greatest movie ever made, 1995's Congo. Congo. On the big screen. It's free. If you want to find out what happens, uh, the Wednesdays after that, hit us up at EILF movies. Awesome. And Brian hit me with some good, hit me with a good joke. All right. How does a hamburger introduce his girlfriend? How does a hamburger introduce his girlfriend? I don't know. Meet Patty. Done that. I thought I was be like, "This is my side." I <laughs> like like joke better. <laughs> this is my side. Anyways, thanks, Brian. I'm glad it's back. Glad it's back in person next week. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, titles for the show: uh, Slap a sticker on the horse. Uh, more diabetes this week. I've seen the worst. Uh, Stop the locust, save the earth, and brain shrimp. Anyone else? No. Uh, uh, so, uh, so I. How do we write? How do we write that? <laughs> At you. At you. At you. Gesundheit. Uh, so I've got the news of GNU. <laughs> uh, um, crunchy peeps. Ugh. Uh, I've seen worse. <laughs> Mannequin three uh, live on stage. The Josh Gad of cats. <laughs> uh, shitty literature. And exhibit a. 
I like the news of the GNU, and and Izzy even put that in there. I I do enjoy news of GNU. <laughs> okay. Change. Uh, so what you're that? telling me is we're gonna have a a huge uptick of downloads from the hip hop community. <laughs> <laughs> this may not be good. <laughs> death threats. Great. Uh, not from GNU though. He's dead already. Uh, uh-huh. Allegedly. Allegedly, that's right. Steve, I mean, this might he... lead us to that $25,000 reward, though. Think oh, about my God, it. you guys, is GNU the, uh, the celebrity you're going to meet at the farmer's market and have to take home and pay bail on? <gasps> we could be the ones that crack the case because somebody listens. Just saying. Uh, anyways, Steve, Izzy, thanks for showing up. Uh, love thanks having you guys on every time. Us. Thanks for correcting us on Utah. And oh, yeah, guys, come check us out. Utah is a great state. It's not just Mormons. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You guys weren't as salty. The second largest pride parade in the U.S. Utah. We're better than Kansas. Um, let's see. Um, and that's, that's all I have. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads. From comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's a history. It's the history of bad. Listen to a hobby.